0: Jeff Hathorn, one hour from now, he covers all things Steelers. He was there today, as he is all the time. So I'm going to talk to him. And I, you know what? I might needle Jeff a little bit about Penn State, Ohio State this weekend. Jeff, a gigantic Ohio State fan because, well, he's an alum. Is this the big opportunity that Penn State – it feels like it's now or never for Penn State, right? Is this the opportunity they have to beat Ohio State? And as a guy like Jeff, who's a big alum of Ohio State – shaking in his boots a little bit. Fan text line hit us there. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. So much to get into. I have to take up for a medium member, the Post-Gazette's Chris Carter. You know, I think that he was dealt with in an unfair manner today, right? So give a listen to this exchange. Chris Carter is a guy who, you know what? He is one of those guys in town who absolutely works his backside off. He works a ton. Nobody works as much as Jeff Hathorne. That's fact. But Chris Carter is one of those guys who just grinds and keeps grinding and churns out a bunch of content. And he should be respected for that. He should also, I think, be respected a little bit more than this you guys have given up the eighth most yards to receivers in the NFL so far this year. What does your secondary have to do better to limit those opportunities? I'm not concerned about obscure stats like that at this juncture. Keep watching. Seriously. Seriously? Like, you can... You know, I'm really not. Our objective is to win, and if we're going to win consistently, we'll address all little tidbits and things of that nature. Um, it'll It'll get cleaned up with with a bigger volume to study, with a bigger volume of tape and, and games. And and so we're just working on doing what it is that we need to do to win this week. And if we do those things enough continually, we'll address all of those tidbits. Okay. Tidbits and obscure stats. I want you to hear the question again. Mike, you guys have given up the eighth most yards to receivers in the NFL so far this year. What does your secondary have to do better to limit those opportunities? Receiving yards is far from an obscure stat or a tidbit. Limiting the other team's passing yards is one of the most paramount stats that there is, right? And I don't necessarily think Chris was dealt with in – I don't want to say he was dealt with unprofessionally, but this is a case that we were talking about in the first hour of watching Mike Tomlin's press conference in the past for – in entertainment value, right? I used to watch it and be entertained. And now I watch it for what's he going to say now? I used to say, oh, what's going on today? This will be good. And that is an overly cringy moment. It is a guy trying to come down with force and trying to kill an ant with a sledgehammer whenever nothing needed to be killed. That's the part I think, and this is the, this is these are the moments right now that we're living in, in the Mike Tomlin world, where he is souring the people that used to be on the fence. Mike Tomlin will have this, as to all public figures and especially all coaches. And I want to talk to you about this. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram Peters Township. Visit them online, SouthHillsJeep.com. Shoot me a tweet about this. He will have this as to all public figures and especially coaches. Mike Tomlin will have loyalists, okay? He will have, or truthers, as some people call him. He will have people that no matter what Mike Tomlin says, no matter what Mike Tomlin does, Mike Tomlin will always be their champion. He'll be great. Nothing will ever be wrong, okay? So there will be a, sm- there will be a portion of the population who falls there, and that's one end of the continuum. So let's say that's 10% of the population. There will be 10% of the population polar opposite right? Now I'm making up these numbers, but there will be 10% of the population that will be polar opposite. And they will be nothing he ever does. He could win a Super Bowl 52 to three, and they'll complain they gave up a field goal, right? He'll never, ever, ever be good enough. Guy stinks, run him out of town. So those two factions of the population of the football watching population, you can't really do much about. They're not going to budge on their opinion. But I found in sports and in uh, political candidates and people like that. There's generally a big span of people in the middle that you can sway how they feel about you. And Mike Tomlin has that. And when he, and these people are very impressionable, right? And a lot of times they go with whatever the way the wind goes. And a lot of times they go with whatever the way the winds go too, right? Well, Mike Tomlin has an opportunity. To sway them every week on Tuesday. I like that. Or I can't stand that. Well, more and more people, it seems like in the court of public opinion, are falling in the whole, what the hell is this guy talking about camp when he does stuff like that? It's condescending. It borders on unprofessional. And it's just totally ridiculous as if he had the answer ready and didn't really listen to the question. Chris Carter deserves better. He just deserves better, and it's not every media member deserves better, but Chris Carter's a guy that's there all the time, but again, every media member deserves better. I don't want to make this some big Watergate situation or some big national crime, but when Mike Tomlin wonders or people with the Steelers inside those walls wonder, why is this guy's approval rating falling? Well, it falls in concert with wins and losses. That's for sure. This is a three and two team. But whenever you talk to media members like that, who ask a very legitimate question about a stat that when you look at defensive statistics is one of the biggest stats that there are running yardage, right? Passing yardage, what she asked about. Overall yardage, red zone efficiency, things like that. First downs, what you are on third down, those are far from obscure obscure stats. Those aren't, as Mike Tomlin put it, tidbits. Those are things that should jump off the chart at you. And again, I'm not here to beat up Mike Tomlin. I'm not here to beat him down. I'm not here to talk all kinds of nonsense on him. But that is just garbage. It is flat-out garbage, and you have that portion of the population that I explained that is in the middle, that goes with whatever way the wind goes, or they are ready to take and eat the flavor of the day. And today, the flavor of the day was, why is a coach dealing with somebody in such a condescending manner that simply asked a pretty good journalistic question? Or one you could say that you could much more succinctly answer. Man, you know, you're right. We got to do everything we can to defend the pass defense or to make our pass defense better. Especially when you're playing a team on Sunday that has a couple pretty good receivers and a quarterback that can sling it a little bit. Right? It's just that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff where Mike Tomlin misses the mark. It's not cute. It's not funny, especially when you're not winning. And what are you trying to prove to people? When you're trying to win the court of public opinion, but more so football games, but you are trying to win the court of public opinion in a town like this, a football crazy town, talking down to people ain't getting you anywhere as the football coach. I don't suffer fools well, and I know Mike Tomlin doesn't suffer fools well. Football coaches generally don't suffer fools well, especially ones that want to get very intricate and aren't really football people and want to ask questions that are deep into football. Ask Corey Geiger about that and what James Franklin did to him just about a week ago. Coaches don't like that. But this was a very surface question. One that did not walk down a long road on trying to be a football guy. It was about passing yards. So these are the exact things where I think our city is starting to turn. It's not just about the wins and losses. It's not just about the depth chart and perhaps having the wrong left tackle and the wrong cornerback as listed at number one on the depth chart. It's this aloof and condescending nature with which Mike Tomlin, speaks to people at those Tuesday gatherings, and frankly, the way he hasn't earned being able to do that in the last decade. Am I making a lot of this? Yeah, probably. But if us media members don't take up for our fellow media members, who the hell else is going to? People hate the media. They do, by and large. That's their default mechanism. And we have a toxic way of dealing with it in this country. But that being said, Chris didn't deserve that. He didn't deserve to be put in a place like that for simply doing his job and asking what probably a lot of people felt was a pretty good question. 412-928-9370, that's 412-928-9370. I ask you, when you watch this Mike Tomlin press conference, do you still do it for entertainment? Do you do it for information? Why do you watch? Because I heard that live today. I was sitting in my car. I just finished something. I turned it on. I made it in the car at like 1204. I turned it on. It's favorite time of the week. Good afternoon. All of that kind of stuff. And I heard that live and I said, man. And I'm talking to myself. Did I miss something? Did I miss where Chris Carter said something else? It's on the radio that I heard it. Did he make a facial expression? Was he, holding it? Was he wearing a button that said, I don't like Mike Tomlin? Like, none of that happened. He just asked this guy a football question. And it spins into this at 412-928-9370. Do you think Mike Tomlin's starting to feel some heat? Not internally. Not from the Roonies. Not from the general manager. Not with anybody who works in his facility. But do you think he's starting to feel the heat That he's not the bell of the ball anymore. That people in Pittsburgh don't look at him and say, that's our coach. We love that guy. I seem to think that might be the place that that all comes from. Because that seems to be what reality is now. Mike Tomlin knew before he could smack down somebody in the media and everybody that was a fan pretty much would just yuck it up. I don't necessarily think that he has all of the fans on his side anymore. Ernesto's in McMurray. Hi, Ernesto. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you. Yes, sir. So if you watch his pattern since he started as coach, he really loves the national media, and the national media just adores him. And he'll go on former players' podcasts, and he never answers the question, but he's very hospitable to him. But with the local media types, he talks down to them. He doesn't treat him correctly. And his press conferences, he doesn't even do them the respect of making any real, real statements. There's no substantial statements made. It's kind of like a giant word salad. I just, I was searching for why that question merited such an answer today, Ernesto. And I couldn't come up with it. it it's not really how he answered the question for me. It's just the nature in what he did it. He, he, I mean, you talk about like the literal definition of like looking down your nose at somebody. When he does these things, I just don't think it works. It plays well when you're not winning in a blue-collar city like Pittsburgh. Right, I agree to you. I I agree with you fully. And I don't know what will Mike – I think Mike Tomlin will go to his coaching grave like this, thinking it's the right thing to do, and having – like, let's just cut right to it. How is somebody like me who works in the media, or how is anybody who walks into that room, how are they really supposed to believe – that Mike Tomlin has respect for the media. And it, look, he doesn't have to. He does not have to. That it, But it seems more and more that that show on Tuesdays is simply a vehicle of, I'm just here so I won't get fined. It seems like that to me. And I never really thought that before all the way. Today iced it. When I heard what he, how he said that to Chris Carter, it just truly felt like, I'm done with this. I've been finished with it. Guy asked a very fair question, but I'm not even here for that. I'm totally out on this whole process. And it just, well, wasn't right. Your call's coming up next, four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. And I saw something on social media where there is one man in this world who is a total champion of a fan in one regard, but I wonder if you've ever done this too. I'll explain. Coming up next. I need to explain this. You love cats, you love dogs, right? Well, the place to be October 28th, Pet Fest 23. Stage AE, everything you need for your pet under one roof. Dog trainers, casting agents, casting agents, if you want your pet in a movie, right? They're there. Artists, photos with Santa, agility course, and much, much more. Tickets are only three bucks at the door. Event details, you can get them right now. 937thefan.com, brought to you by Healthy Pets. Uh, EV, True Value, Wolfgang Bakery and Grooming, and JP Roofing and Siding.